Hello and welcome again to the Legacy Hour with your Legacy Facilitator. It's the Legacy Facilitator. And today we have a special guest with us because everybody's asking me questions about, you know, how crazy this market is and how to win offers. Well, I decided to invite someone who actually um, spends her days battling out other offers with other real estate professionals and uh, who's made quite a name for herself doing it. So, uh, Lucine Erdogan is on the show with us. Welcome, Lucine. Hi, Roger. Thank you for having me. Where's my intro song? Your intro song? The Legacy Facility. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lucine, you've been in the business for 10 years. You're yes. a realtor downtown with KW Urbane. Yes, I am. And where do you specialize in most? So, I really do all of Montreal, the hot spots, I guess I would say. I do a lot of Plateau, Myland. Little Italy, Villaray, downtown, a lot of Sudwest, yeah. more and more. It's really a hot market, Sudwest, Verdun. So all these properties, I, I tend to talk, I mean, these neighborhoods, I tend to talk about these neighborhoods a lot because they're very hot and they're always in multiple offers, 27 offers here, 35 offers there. Every time a new listing comes up, uh, we have to battle uh, battle tons of competition in order to get it. And uh, what I've noticed with you is you have a knack of winning some of these battles are you uh, willing to share some of your secrets <laughs> i wish i won them all but yeah <laughs> there are some tricks for sure that help uh but i find especially in 2020 last year was a crazy year this year is on another level um and i've noticed things are getting a lot more competitive uh every open house visit i go to there's lineups on the sidewalks outside whether it's minus 20 outside people don't care um, for the offers, the last two offers I've done were 26 and 27 offers competing for the same property. Um, what's happening more and more is, you know, it used to be about, okay, who's coming in with the best price? And now I keep seeing it's really about conditions as well. Uh, everyone seems to be going in with less and less conditions. Um, lots of people are now waiving inspections. Uh, some people are going to visit during open houses with their, you know, contractor or someone they trust to take a look to see if there's no major problems. They're just taking it as is and taking the risk on, um, you know, despite the fact that a lot of properties now are being sold with no legal warranty of quality. And, you know, when you ask why, the answer is simply because they can, mm -hmm. because this is the trend right now. Uh, it's really a seller's market. So I will be asking you a little later about what are the risks of having uh, the, these type of conditions. But before I do that, uh, do you find that the market has changed? Obviously, I'm not talking about the market cycle, but the way uh, real estate agents are conducting the operation of their listings and the visits, uh, have they changed since you've started in real estate? Oh, 100%. Um, I mean, I remember just a few years ago, um, you know, a, a property would come out on the market and you know you can go visit it anytime you want and the the broker would accommodate your request now you know the trend is the property comes out on the market i would say midweek they have a schedule of visits uh over the weekend usually two or three spots sometimes just one spot like a two to four p.m on a saturday or sunday everyone shows up at the same time and then there's a schedule to present offers usually on the monday or the tuesday so everyone goes in with their best offer, the seller picks one, and it's really as simple as that. What's happening now is what I'm seeing also is uh, there's a lot of bully offers going on. Uh, some people are not even waiting to visit properties. They're just making offers 
right away or they're you know they're visiting and they're not waiting for the offer schedule they're just making such an attractive offer to push the seller to accept before going into the crazy bidding wars uh that's happening more and more uh but yeah um sellers are just putting out the brokers are putting out as much as information as they can so people are just willing to make offers quickly and smoothly yeah that's true that's true and we talked about a little bit about this uh, new phenomenon of people waiving their legal warranty and not uh, taking any uh, conditions on and assuming the risk we actually do see this for investment properties also a lot uh, what's happening is a lot of the uh, investors tend to know how much a typical building will cost them in terms of if they had to gut it and strip it and redo it or if it was in medium shape they have a gauge and they're willing to take the risk for that gauge what do you think the risk is for the mr madame tout le monde mr everyday person uh, joe the plumber as they call it down south what do you think the, the risk is for a person like that what what uh, what do you think will happen in a few years from now if this continues I think that's where it becomes a little trickier. Uh, you know, I work, I focus more on residential properties, so I have a lot of people just simply looking for their home. Uh, you know, I also have some investors looking for, you know, smaller plexes uh, as an investment property who are a little bit more used to this whole game. Um, for the people, you know, just the, the regular, like you said, Monsieur, Madame, Tout le monde that are just trying to buy their own property, it's it's very difficult for them and, and, and it's not uh, it's not easy for me to try to get them to waive an inspection and, and I actually don't. I always recommend that they have an inspection done. Uh, you know, in a few years when the market changes, right now we're in a full seller's market, you know, when, when the market changes, uh, you know, the, the, the prices are going to be different too. So if they pay prime top dollar for a property now and they end up having problems in the future and it costs them an arm and a leg to fix, you know, they're going to be in a worse off situation in a few years from now. So we always try to tell our clients to like, don't lose your heads, you know, uh, we need to really look like, forget about asking price, because sometimes asking price makes no sense. We really look at, we try to look at comps and, and the values and then go from there, you know. Um, but what we're seeing now is uh, I just made an offer on a, on a triplex in Saint-Michel and uh, you know, which is not the, 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 the most, the sexiest area, let's say, but it's really up and coming. And uh, people who are priced out of Villeray are, are looking in Saint-Michel. And, you know, uh, places are selling $100,000 over what anything else has sold for uh, this past year in 2019. Yeah, so it's really, we're going into what we call new pricing for 2020. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So um, I know that you win offers and you tend to win offers without having the highest price. You alluded to that a little earlier. Uh, what is it that you're doing? I know that you have an X factor. I've seen you present offers. I've seen you with clients. I understand that you could charm the pants out of anyone, but you can't teach charm. What is it? Some stuff that you're doing that, uh, that these little tricks that you have of the trade that allow you to get a better positioning. Well, I think it's really important to take the time right now. Like there's no more, well, there's much less human connection, I guess, because things are so, you know, systematic. Uh, there's a schedule, visit, send an offer by email. We're losing that, that human touch where we can kind of gauge what someone's motivation is because everyone has something that motivates them. Like, why are they selling? So I really try as much as possible to take the time to speak to the broker. You know, if the sellers are around, I'll try to speak to the seller just to get what they want. Like some seller might not care and want the highest price possible and they don't mind waiting a few months uh, to close and get everything done. Some sellers, uh, for example, I made an offer on a succession, you know, 
they wanted uh, the, the smoothest, easiest transaction possible. Peace of mind. Peace of mind. So, you know, someone who's not going to have an inspection, go back on them on little things. Like, they were already selling with no legal warranty. Uh, you know, they, they took an offer that was a cash offer that was much less than the competing offers. And when I tell you over $100,000 difference, uh, just because, you know, this person came in with, you know, two weeks close, all cash, no conditions. And that's peace of mind for certain sellers. I made another offer on another seller that knew her building really, really well and was willing to take a chance to have a higher offer in terms of, you know, dollar value. So, you know, you really have to take the time to try to see what they want. As If you can present and speak to them in person, I think it makes a huge difference. Yeah, so Lucine presents in person. She did manage to uh, get a, a seller to accept $150,000 less than what was offered uh, by other people uh, because she was able to identify the need of that seller. And the need of that seller was really not the most money possible, but really to have the smoothest transaction possible. It, they weren't people who were willing to sit through a failed inspection or failed financing and then move on to the next purchaser. They didn't have the, the stomach for it. So in, in presenting the offer in person, she was able to identify that and give them the peace of mind that they were looking for and accepting a possible discount now, but at least having it done. And it's, it was still above what they were asking anyway. Of course. Of course. It was like a, a fair and above fair value. For the place. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, but yeah, it really depends, you know, like, and sometimes I'm dealing with people who, who have raised their families in, in, a, in a house and have pictures of their kids on the wall and they rather sell to, you know, another young family that's going to take the house over and, and take good care of it and make their own memories there. So in that case, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm trying to, if I'm representing buyers who have a little young family, I'll have them, you know, write a letter, sometimes make a little video because it's, it's rare that buyers and sellers get to meet. So I always find it's nice to make that connection and sometimes it's not just all about money. Yeah, so so that's the other thing. Um, it's not always just about money. Everybody's got their specific uh, needs when it comes to uh, you know buying or selling. Uh, I know that Lucine has, uh, often puts uh, pictures of her clients, uh, has them write the personalized notes and then when she goes to present the offers in person, uh, she likes to present her clients and try and find commonality. Now, you know, it sounds easy to do, uh, but it helps when you're Lucene, obviously. So, but I think that's a wonderful trick is to uh, humanize the unhumanized process, right, Lucene? Yes, and smile. And smile. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't sound as scary as you. So. Well, yes, I do. I do sound scary. That's why my voice is better on email. <laughs> hey, I've been told I got the perfect face for radio too. I've heard that one before. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, totally. I think it's important to like sell the entire package. It's not just words on paper, but like who are they? You know, when you're being presented 20 offers, you have to pick really carefully who you want to do business with because it doesn't matter whose offer gets accepted. It matters who's going to see it to the finish line. And you really want to pick the right profile of person to sell to. If not, you're going to end up with a lot of problems. So uh, it's great that you talk about profile. I do have something called an investor profile that I've created because a lot of people want to meet with me and they're trying to uh, decide what kind of investor they are. Uh, I've made a um, investor, uh, identify your investor profile questionnaire, which is available on the website. Uh, Mel, which the website's it on? 
LegacyFacilitator.com, or it's not out yet? No, it's not out yet? Okay, we'll be out soon. Stay tuned. I'll let you know when it's out. <laughs> but you will be able to identify what kind of investor profile you are. And why is this important? Because it's not only important for the, uh, the investor looking to acquire assets, but it's also important for the seller. Because if the seller is able to identify what kind of uh, investor profile they have, they will understand the, the, the investor who's speaking their language, number one, and they'll also be able to identify which one of these investor profiles is more likely to offer them more money for their property. See, you can look at a property in more than one way. Uh, there are people who analyze uh, the same building in uh, with a different eye, and depending on which eye is best suited for you, that means your property is worth more money, right? So, Lucine, in closing, I would like you to share with us. Oh, boy. Yeah? I feel like you're putting me on the spot with something. You're always on the spot. You're <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> I would like you to share with us what's the best way right now, the number one tip that you have in order to sell your property. To sell your property? Yes. Choose the right person to sell your property. <laughs> Makes no, you, you have to do your homework and you know um, I would say price very important price it well price it attractive where it's gonna attract the most people uh, you know great pictures are, are very important you want to get people through the door and you know be organized and, and well prepared so that's why I said deal with the right person that can best represent your property for you okay so now for buyers I would say just a few tips quickly uh, buyers move quickly Get your ducks in a row. No one's waiting around for offers. Um, don't look at the asking price. Make sure you're dealing with a broker that can give you two things, the market value and what you need to bid to actually win in this market. Uh, remember, prices are going up at like at least 1% a month in the hot areas. So just remember, if you don't make a move on this one right now, what you're going to end up paying for something six months from now. Um, and finally, I would say don't make an offer on something unless you're really in it to win it because uh, you're just driving the prices up for everyone else. Absolutely. And, you know, nowadays, because the market is on a seller's market, uh, we do feel, uh, people feel like anything would sell. It is true. However, what we're seeing is uh, that if you are a seller, uh, being uh, listed with an agent who works properly is actually generating more offers and higher prices for you. Uh, with regards to buyer investors, you sort of have to look everywhere. You have to look on the market, off the market, wherever you can find the deal to try and make the best deal possible. And sometimes, you know, they are on the market because, as Lucien alluded to, there's some people who uh, don't start off with the right asking price. If you're priced attractive enough, people will throw money at you and they'll throw crazy money at you. If you price it high from the get-go, you're li more likely to sit on the market even though it's a full seller's market. So if you're in a situation where you're going to be sitting on the market, well, what happens is you price drop, you price drop a couple of times, and then people still ignore your property because they've already said no to it. So psychologically, they feel like it's not a good property. And that creates opportunity for investors. For sure. Yeah, yeah, properties tend to get burned out. You know, you really have it. Like the way we look at it now, you know, if a property comes out on the market, if it's not sold in the first week, well, I mean, if it doesn't have an accepted offer in the first week, it, it, it's weird. It's like something's wrong with it. And it kind of turns people off a little bit. Their question is, okay, what, what went wrong? What went wrong, of course. And this is a market with a short attention span. Thank you very much, Lucina. Where could someone reach you if they wanted to hire you? <laughs> you 
you can uh, call me or you can email me. You can run into me at the office at KW Urbain. Uh, yeah, my number is 514-868-1111. You can email me at lucine.erdogan at kw.com. Thank you, Lucine. Thank you for taking the time. This is Roger Vassallo, your legacy facilitator. This is the legacy hour, more power every hour. So if you guys wanted me to talk about something specific, don't uh, forget to reach out. And I will be giving you more information about uh, identifying your investor profile soon, as soon as it's ready. Take care.